0: Welcome to Happy Foot Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug and the only LAFC podcast stuck in a brutal turf war with the T Grace technical video staff. I'm Darren Miller.
1: And I'm Vince LaRosa. Don't worry, all of you out there, and I know you are, we have negotiated with the East Coast for Travis's safe return. He is flying home as we speak, so
0: crisis averted. Bringing our boys home. Yes. Thank you to the clandestine services. Welcome to our preview of two MLS matches for LAFC, the first at 7.30 p.m. on Wednesday, October 4th, First Minnesota United FC at BMO Stadium, followed by... 5, 30 p.m. on Saturday, October 7th versus Austin FC at Q2 Stadium in Austin. You can watch both on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV Plus and the Minnesota Match is the free match of the week there. And of course, for both matches, we'll be live streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle at youtube.com slash at Foot. Subscribe now. You can get notified when we go live. Also, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us keep making it, become a friend of the foot by clicking on the Patreon link in the show notes or pick up some Happo merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com.
1: Later in the show, we'll prepare you for the worst in LAFC's upcoming matches. And as always, we're going to talk about all the storylines for the matches and make some bets. But first, it's the personal anecdote you scroll past on a recipe blog, which I hate. It's like, it's like five minutes of scrolling. It literally is. It's time for listener mandated banter. And I'm going to kick us off, Darren, by asking you, how's that fridge
0: uh, next to you going? Oh, man, this is a big reveal. This has been going on for a while. There's something going on in this fridge. I was just telling Vince off camera, real behind the scenes. There's something in this fridge that I have not quite identified that is making it smell really bad. So I just got a beer out of the fridge, but I had to brace myself for the smell and decide that I wanted the beer bad enough to deal with the smell. <laughs> How long has this been going on for? A few days. This is our converted garage. So it's like, a fr- is- it's like a little extra, yeah, it's like a little mini extra fridge that like we don't use that often.
1: Wow, you're so bougie.
0: So I like keep beers in there. Yeah, we've we've achieved greatness. The the extra half fridge. First
1: world, yeah. First world problems here. We've really first deep. world
0: problems. It really is. Yeah, but you know that also means sometimes you keep a takeout container in there a little too long. And well, <laughs> yeah. So, on. Uh, podcast. I threw, out, I threw out a jug of milk that I thought was the culprit. Wait, who has milk in their not. second fridge? Well, we had guests here recently.
1: Who- okay. And their names? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, TV obviously hasn't figured out smell-o-vision. So, podcasts are are, are still behind even television. But so, explain Should to I us. Describe like, describe the smell? Yeah, yeah. What is the smell? What, what, what are we talking? Is it a fish smell? Because fish no. strikes me as like someone trying to sabotage you. That seems like a practical joke.
0: No, I, I don't. I mean, I thought it was milk. I thought it was bad milk. Okay. And I think I'm not sophisticated enough. Is what the fridge is telling me. They're saying like, no, that's too easy. But it was that kind of smell. It's like a Got it. sour. It's like a sour sort of like. But to me, that's like a could be anything. Smell, right?
1: Yeah, I, have keep, I mean, have, have you tried cleaning
0: it? i I I don't have time for this shit. I need to. <laughs> I, yes, I need to. I need to clean the fridge. <laughs> Uh, wow. I was home. I was home with all with all three kids this weekend. My wife was out of town. I, there was not a moment to clean the fridge. This <laughs> is well, not going to happen. I,
1: I think we've learned a lot here. You you are a man of leisure that has a means to convert a garage. Also keep a second yes. fridge. Also yes. keep milk in that second fridge, which is just. I, I, I was not the one it. keeping
0: it. It was a leftover from a guest who stayed here.
1: However, you do not have the time to. Just wipe that fridge down.
0: No, absolutely not. I can, there are so many things I don't have the time for before. That's like 15th on the list of things that I don't have time for that I would like to be doing right now that I can't do. There's so many things, even way more important than that. Where I'm never going to get to it. This smells going to last forever. Well, the maybe my wife will get to it. She's got her own list. Who knows if she, if she can get to it. I, I'm not there yet It's like a race to the bottom
1: The obvious follow-up question to your list of, of things that you don't want to be doing that you have to do is Where does this podcast now
0: rank on that list? Well, it's not It's not that I don't want it It's things that I do want to be doing That okay. if I get the time miraculously to do them like I'm going to do those things before I do the fridge
1: And then podcast after that
0: Yeah, podcast at some point It's somewhere on the list yeah. I mean, we just didn't do the live stream after the last game Because I was just like, fuck it, I don't feel like it, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, but like a psycho, you texted me saying, hey, it looks like the game went bad. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I was not able to do the live stream. Travis wasn't either. Uh, I was not able to do the live stream. And so I, I also was not able to watch the game live. And for some reason, I, I, I became free at like 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night. And I was I couldn't help myself. I was like, well, I should still watch the game. I knew full well everything that was going to happen, and I still couldn't not watch. And you know what's even sicker? It was a complete nightmare watching mm-hmm. it, and yet I also enjoyed it. I was like, watching LAFC play soccer is the thing that I enjoy doing. And even in this context, I still enjoyed it. That's so sad. Isn't that so pathetic?
1: Yeah, man. What else is going on? Do we need I to like, talk? This is what I want I mean... to be doing. I want to be watching yeah, like- this
0: game. Are you okay? We're, you're good, right? Uh, of course not.
1: <laughs> of course not. I'm rewatching one zero games oh, that I already know the outcome to that that you've already seen all <laughs> yeah. the social media on, and you were like, "Well, I, I mean, I got to verify this for myself."
0: Yeah, I was like, "Well, I got to see like what happens." <laughs> I even I remember going to the to the game, and there's like a recap ready for me. It's like, "Oh, you can watch the seven minute version," and I was like, "And miss all of the." miss all of the torture. No way. I can see all, all of it.
1: So they were able to put together a seven minute version of a one goal game. And you were like, yes. no, I, that's not going to be enough.
0: How could I understand the nuance of what went wrong?
1: <laughs> and, what was, and clearly we rely on you for very technical nuance from these games. What was the nuance that you learned? <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know. You know what? I, I do think I they did like they did almost score, I feel like, a lot more than I would have gathered from a recap.
1: Right, but not enough for your liking.
0: A lot more, but not enough. You know, how many games are we going to have where it's like they could have won, they did everything they needed to do to win and didn't? I don't know. That's what I saw again.
1: <laughs> well, I've got good news for you. Stick around, which you have to, because you're mandated to be a part of this show. You just yeah. teased something that we might do a little bit later.
0: That's true. Yes, that's true.
1: And I think on that note, that's enough of our listener-mandated, just just stipulated banter. Darren, please start the show.
0: We couldn't even escape talking about the team for the banter. That's how far gone I am at this point. I've fallen victim to it. Anyway, let's, yes, let's start the show. Okay, well, I'm a casual LAFC super fan, and I know there's a lot more than meets the eye when it comes to every matchup, but I don't have time to keep track of where every player is at on their journey or whatever or why whoever's refing this match is worse than all the other terrible refs or whatever else makes each game matter more than you'd think i have like a whole life outside of this fandom i'm actually a very well-rounded person with a lot of other really awesome stuff going on if we met at a party we could probably talk about not lafc stuff even maybe i think i just proved that that's not possible look i can quit this anytime i want cold turkey no problem okay this is a very casual thing it's not a problem at all it's just a hobby, okay? Luckily, my friends, Travis, the human LAFC Crazy Wall, and sometimes Vince, Travis's LAFC dealer and enabler, <laughs> are full on addicts, and every week I get them to sit through all the game tape, stats, pressers, rumors, and tweets, and explain what's really going on beneath the surface of each week's matchups, so we can all enjoy them so much more in a segment we call Storylines.
1: kind of like being described as a like a pusher and an enabler and i almost <laughs> actually i did in my own head during the storyline song
0: I, I heard like a
1: water bong lighting up i feel like that. i've heard that good. before
0: you know it's a real like you, you hear what you want it's a real roshark test okay so uh, there is like uh, a nuance the there's
1: something hidden in there that like it's yeah. there right i'm not i'm not imagining that totally there
0: are times where i like take a sip of a drink during that last beat and it feels like I'm here. It's. It seems like I'm hearing what I, the sound of me drinking a sip of water or whatever it is. There's right. like a weird, yeah. There's a weird like water thing in the last beat. Have you ever tried to play it backwards? Like, is it giving no. us subliminal messages? Can someone that do that? Them? Can someone? Can someone give us the storyline song backwards?
1: Yeah. Or or know. if you do and go crazy, please don't blame us. We apologize. Yes. We apologize in advance. I, we cannot I be say, I, held accountable.
0: It's becoming harder and harder to claim to claim being being a casual i i've gone completely insane over the course of the season i'm i'm gone
1: i think it's because what's not very hard is the storylines i feel like i'm doing these but almost anyone could do the storylines this week because they're pretty obvious
0: they're not changing much are they
1: (laughs) they're not changing much uh we're still talking about playoffs we're still talking about pain and sorrow so i think let's let's start with playoffs We've, we've been on here We've been talking about how, how well LAFC should do in the playoffs and how much, like how many home games we're going to have and how we're going to be able to use those home games to then beat St. Louis and go to the final. But realistically, now what we should be talking about is can LAFC actually close this out? Because we went into this weekend, we did a podcast, we said the magic number is five and we are like, five is not that bad. Yeah. Right. And then it got even better. And we found out, Hey, guess what? Win, you're in. Don't even worry about it, guys. Done and done. Playing at home against RSL. We crushed them the last time we were at home. Guess what? We're playing Minnesota at home. Yeah. Yep. Minnesota hasn't won in six matches. Then we fly to Austin. Austin has not won in eight matches. And if you extend that beyond all co- to all competitions, they haven't won in 10 matches. So the storyline here, and we've alluded to it, we will talk about it more in the next segment, is how can LAFC lose to teams or disappoint us Against teams that they should be beating. <laughs> quite
0: frankly, how, this is like a, a paradox. We've got a, a three, a handful of three teams here that somehow all need to lose. <laughs> if you said that LAFC will win in the next game, I won't believe you. If you say Minnesota will win in the next game, I won't believe you. If You say uh, Austin will win in the next game, I won't believe you. some has got to give here. I don't know what it's going to be.
1: Well, we've gone to this like bizarro world with how poorly LAFC's been recently. And by the way, they haven't actually been that poor they lost rsl and they tied a bunch of games technically the result to tigris although you don't win a trophy they didn't lose in regulation they lost in spot kicks penalty kicks so they haven't mm-hmm. been that bad but it's gone even farther than that to the point where people are like yeah sure they went to the 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 biggest final of your continent but who fucking cares they lost they're garbage just going to the final that's not even a good team and so like no, we it just, everything is pressing on that
0: yeah. Well, you know, what I think we need is we need like a Vince score. We need a score that doesn't speak to who won or lost or the goals that were scored. And it is more like your assessment of how well they played the game so that it could be like adjusted on a curve for like how we can be okay with, cause mm-hmm. you can, you can be okay with like, you know, the chips have to fall wherever they fall. There's a certain amount of luck involved. There's a certain amount of tragedy <laughs> that's going to occur. Right. You know, but if we had the Vince score, if it's like, Hey, they lost their last five matches, but they're averaging a seven out of ten. That's not so bad.
1: Yeah, like a weighted that could score. be helpful. I, yeah, I thought. I mean, I honestly thought, and you can back me up on this because you watched the game. You after knowing the mm-hmm. score, I thought they were okay. And then RSL, literally, dude is like almost out of bounds. Just decides, fuck it, let me cross this ball. And then Chicho. I mean, that's what. I mean, Chicho it's literally does. one play.
0: If you take one that play. one play out of the game, we completely dominated them the entire game. But we yeah. also couldn't figure out how to score. So I, these are these are two separate things going on.
1: But, yeah, and also you have to add and LAFC's is absolute garbage, and they're the worst. Yeah, also, we're garbage. And they'll, 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 <laughs> they'll never win again.
0: <laughs> it's impossible to win. You forget about that element of it. There, I mean, you could also make the argument that we did figure out how to score. There were a few. There were a few chances that like their keeper had an amazing game. He, he, he did saved. have a good game. He saved Get at seven least saves. three. Yeah. And at least three of them like absolutely should have been goals.
1: Yeah. And so it, I always have to like recalibrate this because like you, you're like seven saves. That's not – I mean it doesn't seem like a huge number. But like when you understand that real like, mo- most teams average about four shots on goal per game total <laughs> – yeah. They put 7 on and he saved all of them. You would think well, someone's going to make a mistake, but the the
0: team's garbage. And on the flip side, Max didn't make a mistake. It was unsavable. No, no so, nothing you can do know. about that.
1: Well, that moves us on to our next storyline. I'm glad you brought up scores cuz that's something LAFC yes. hasn't seemed to be able to do. And when you talk about winning games, I I've got some you know, some breaking news for you, Darren you have to score goals to win games. And I'm not sure LAFC will ever score again. In fact, it's been 366 minutes since LFC has last scored shit. a goal in all competitions. This might make you feel better for a second and then it's going to make you feel worse again. It's only eclipsed by the fact that league going into the game against RSL, they actually had a streak of 372 minutes where they hadn't conceded a goal. Unfortunately, Chicho Arango broke that streak. And what team did... He used to play for an MLS. People keep saying saying he like played an
0: MLS. I don't he, remember. I'm pretty sure it was us. Yeah. I think it was us. Hmm. Yeah. And if you think about him on our team, then you would think that we wouldn't, they wouldn't have anyone to score, so we would still have our streak of not conceding goals. And he'd be on our team, so we'd be scoring more. So I feel like our fortune would really be reversed there. We could have just kept him the whole time, if you think about it.
1: No, no, no. Don't like do a this A lot Larry. of people are thinking don't, about that right now. Don't you... Oh, no. We're going to... Okay, let's go down this rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> we I'm, have just to, saying, I'm just saying, everything was fine. We won the MLS Cup. Everything was we, fine. We didn't
1: have to change anything.
0: We could just go yeah. to the next season and keep sure. playing.
1: No, of course, because there's no like rules or regulations. There's no like players wanting more money. None of that ever happens. Everybody's,
0: you win a championship and everyone goes, wow. hey, man. Not, I, I, excuse I, me. Not wanting more money, earning more money.
1: You, you'd be a great agent. <laughs> Which we should give him.
0: Well, you're not alone. Okay.
1: I only want to do this because you're not alone. A lot of people are out there being like, yes. well, why did, yes. we didn't try hard I'm not enough. pulling this out of my ass. No, you're not. You're
0: not. Let's just put it to bed then. Why couldn't they have just kept Chicho?
1: Yeah. Just for everyone that is going down this rabbit hole and maybe you're too far down, but like, because first of all, the reason why it's such a rabbit hole is, and you're fine with people that are giving explanations of like, they didn't try hard enough is like, they're like, well, if they did this and then they moved this guy and they bought this guy down and then they did this, like there was like four or five things that would have had to happen. Just to keep one guy. And look, we can all say that in this against RSL, it would have been very nice to have Chicho instead of have him on the other team. But do you think that those, <laughs> those four or five things weren't important?
0: Right, right.
1: And then okay. there's a there's another thing that I think we all need to talk about. And let's just stop doing this. One thing that they're saying is it's the DP slots. And the way the DP slots work is they work in conjunction with your U22 players. And this is not the part that I have a problem with. Although this is roster rules and maybe we need to have a bigger conversation about it. The part I have a problem with is this. When you have three senior designated players, it lessens the amount of U22 spots you have. So LFC had three U22 players, one of them being Sifu, a player that everyone knew that LAFC was trying to get to, to Europe, that it seemed like his time was up. But they people keep saying, well, you could have just sold Sifu he's a person <laughs> you can't just say hey you're sold get out of here he has to agree to these things and so if LFC wasn't able to find a destination for him be- during this while this was happening in december and january maybe there wasn't a right offer or maybe seafood just didn't want to go so stop saying just sell the guy he's not he again he's a person you can't do that so but maybe can you just push the button No. So maybe that's where we should leave it. Like, yes, there was a lot of things, but maybe let's just do this. Be better as humans. You can't just sell another human being. And that's that. All right. And that's why why... we
0: just push the seafood button and then push the show button. No.
1: And then I guess lastly is this, and this is something I want to point out that a lot of people don't know about. um, That's just a kind of nerdy and a salary cap thing. Unfortunately, Every player has bonuses, right? Like you score so many goals and usually the better team does, the better your bonuses. Well, a lot of bonuses that are common to teams are, Hey, if we win, we go to the playoffs, you get a little bit more money. What do you think happens when they win a cup? You get even more money, right? So players had cup MLS bonuses. Guess what happens with that money? It rolls over to the next year. Not like you get it. No, it gets taken from your cap the next year. So all bonuses that LFC paid out in 2022 are hitting on their cap in 2023. It makes zero sense, but them's the yeah. rules. And so LFC
0: actually- salary cap. Isn't the whole point of a bonus is that it's separate from the salary?
1: So in the short term for a team going for MLS Cup, which LFC was, you can say, hey, well, that's a problem for us if we win. So if we win, who cares? We won. So in some ways you can see why it makes a lot of sense. But then when it actually happens to you and you're the MLS Cup champions and you're starting with less money than everyone else, by by yeah. the sheer fact that you were actually successful, so you're penalized for being successful, it makes less yet sense. Another, but that y- is a yeah, big part of
0: it. Yet another way that winning the MLS Cup is the worst thing that can happen to a team. I think that's what we've solved here. <laughs> I can't like LAC never should have won MLS
1: like- Cup. It's ruined everything. Uh, Yeah,
0: man. We're all like upset about all the reasons why winning MLS Cup has become less and less likely. And yet I'm also upset about all the ways that winning MLS Cup has destroyed us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, LFC won't score ever again now that we don't have Chicho. (laughs) And
1: Chicho's not coming back.
0: So I guess, okay, yes, we could not have kept Chicho. And theoretically, we have plenty of people who should be able to score. But it's not happening. It's not one of the reasons it's not happening I think we've been over a lot is that we are very good at uh, a transition offense but it seems to be all we know how to do right mm-hmm. you've mentioned this recently so what does that mean is that our midfield just you know pushing it forward immediately no matter what at all at all costs
1: I mean yeah actually Wow, like I'm rubbing off on you, Darren. Like you, I'm
0: literally just repeating what I th- remember you saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, yeah, you said something and I think I put it all together. But no, I mean, that's not totally wrong. Like LAFC is best when they go front to back really quick. And a lot of times that means not using the midfield or the midfield just literally kicks the ball into the space behind the opponent's back line. Danny Bwonga runs onto it, tic-tac-toe, boom, goal. But the problem is, and we saw it against RSL, was that LAFC, I mean, it maybe is not, Something they're actively doing, but I I do think it is because we saw against RSL, they really were patient. The problem was that midfield had like no creativity, the ball moved too slowly. We have a problem with our midfield in the fact that like they've been so used to playing one way and now we're asking them to slow it down, be more pragmatic. And also clever in the way that they move and move the ball. Oh, did I mention that Kellen Acosta's hurt? So now one of your starters is out. Right. So yes, this is, this is going to be a storyline going forward. How does LAFC's midfield literally reinvent itself at the very end of the season to do what is probably one of the toughest thing to do in the sport, which is use the ball to break down a team that has eight or nine guys behind it. That's going to be, I think, one of the core storylines not just in this next game or the next three games, but really will probably be the crux of how, what, how well LAFC does is how well they can recreate themselves and use the ball in certain ways. Because in the playoffs, we, we know teams aren't going to give you space in behind. They're not going to come right. forward and allow you to just play forward. So LAFC is going to have to find ways to change.
0: Well, at what point? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mobile. we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, the midfield's responsibility that like we also have issues finishing at what point is that the same issue and what point is that a separate issue that like there are also plenty of times where they create chances and then the chances we can't follow through on the chances and then we're sitting here saying like oh well there's no creativity they're not like putting plays together they're not figuring but at the same time it's like that could have also that shot could have also just gone in i mean is it like out of their hands as soon as a striker has it
1: no but i would say this like finishing is going to be streaky, right? Just by its nature. Like sometimes you're you the bounces kind of go your way and sometimes it doesn't. The best way to counteract that, create more chances. Because yeah. if you're not scoring, we'll create another chance. So I think if you can get-I like your- there's a
0: lot of I feel like most chances are created once the ball's already in the front. It's like we got it to Denny. Okay, now go create a chance for yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean in MLS, you know, the attackers generally are your DPs, right? They're paid the most money. So, and your defenders are generally paid the the lowest of the field players. And so, yeah, you have a lot of instances where like you have a really, really good guy going against a guy that's like straight out of college. And yeah, he can dribble past him and score, but you're going to start to see, again, as we get to this part in the season, there's going to be another guy behind that first guy that you beat because teams are going to be dropping more and more guys back. So you're going to have to find ways to move your opponent. And the best way to do that is by having the ball and using midfielders that can kind of lure the opponent one way, play the ball the other, and then you get shots off. So long way of answering question. The midfield has to create more chances. Let the finishing figure itself out.
0: All right. Well, we'll see if that stuff happens. We're going to dig more into the actual matchups of these two teams, Minnesota and Austin, in the next segment. So we'll leave them out of storylines, I think, and dig in a little harder. When we come back, we dig into the worst case scenarios. And we're back. So we just went through some of the storylines that LAFC is up against this week. We didn't quite get to the specific teams they're playing, Minnesota and Austin, and what their game plan is going to be. And I think we're in a bit of a doomsday scenario here. LAFC's been slipping. They can't seem to score a goal. And they keep losing, or tying, I guess. I don't know what's the difference at this point. And every time it happens, we're crushed. All of us are crushed. And I think part of the problem here is that we're not prepared for it. And I think that's our fault. I think we need to take some responsibility for the fact that we're putting these preview episodes together to preview what's going to happen. And what the problem is that what we do is we say, here's what LAFC needs to do to beat this team, right? We say, here's what the matchup was like. Here's how you play that matchup. And this is like the keys to victory, so to speak. And that's the problem. We're preparing you for a win. What we need to do is prepare you for the loss, So now that it's a foregone conclusion that LAFC is going to do nothing but lose, we can now safely prepare you for that loss in a segment we call worst case scenarios. So Vince, I want to break down what we need to know about each of these teams. But I think we need to know one simple question this time that we have neglected to ask in the history of this entire podcast. How's LAFC going to lose this week?
1: So we've completely caved. We're just being Yeah, it's over.
0: We're giving up. (laughs) We're giving up. But we still want to be informed, right? And when they lose, okay. we want to be like, well, I was very prepared for this. I was extremely well prepared for this. Thank right, you, so happy real- foot, sad foot.
1: Yeah, realistically <laughs> looking at Minnesota, you want to understand how they're going to beat us.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. They're Minnesota's weird, which is evident by their Perfect. face.
0: That's yeah. going to destroy us.
1: Yeah. I know. If they were straightforward, it <laughs> So easy. I mean, look. They honestly, like a month ago, they were like very good, and probably I think they were like fourth or fifth. And they're like, yeah, we'll be fourth or fifth the rest of the season. We're fine. And now they're not in the playoffs currently. They've completely dropped out. Okay. But what is so it's weird a about familiar Minnesota, except
0: for the fully dropping out part? Yeah,
1: fully dropping out part. <laughs> what is where you should be worried about Minnesota is they're an anomaly in the fact that they're better on the road than they are at home. They have. 20 Great. points at home or they have 18 points at home. They've 20 points on the road. They it's not it's like not even close, Darren. They have three wins at home. Three. Do you know how many they have on the road? They've
0: three wins at home.
1: Three wins at home, four losses and nine draws. So not nine draws at home is what are somewhat keeping them alive in conjunction with the fact they have six road wins. Okay. Like they again, they have 20 points on the road to 18 at home. And
0: it's almost like a sure thing that they're going to draw at home. That's so weird.
1: (laughs) Right? So it's not even going to help LAFC if this game was maybe back in Minnesota, which by the way, one of those nine draws was LAFC. (laughs) They were, they drew in Minnesota. We haven't even beaten them yet. No, we have not beaten them. And LAFC (laughs) has proven that at home, they're no longer invincible. They have four losses.
0: You know what, if I lived in Minnesota, I might look forward to away games too. I don't know I'm if a, this is the time of year I don't keep track of how the Minnesota weather patterns work, but yeah. I would lo- I would enjoy playing in Los Angeles. If I was I'm there used to playing in Minnesota.
1: I was there this time of year in twenty twenty one. And it was a nice day. It wasn't like snow or anything, but once the sun went down, oh my God. I was so cold.
0: cold. Like Not California- an ideal situation for a soccer game.
1: Yeah, and I'm just a California kid. I don't have I don't Mm -hmm. even have those types of clothes. Like I just kept putting more sweaters on, more jackets, and I'm still cold. (laughs) Also, they have an outdoor press, like they have an indoor section of the press box, but also an outdoor. And my seat was supposed to be outdoors. I did not stay in my seat for that. Wow,
0: wow. Okay, so they're good away. What what what's their game plan? What are their strengths? How are they going to kill us? So what should we be prepared for?
1: Yeah, their game plan is they. Don't have much of one other than Emmanuel Reynoso, which you would think is like, oh, fine, great. We just have just one guy. We just have one guy to shut down. But you could have said that probably about RSL. I mean, everyone knew about Chicho Arango. He did used to play for the team, so right. maybe. I mean, so if, we just if, left them
0: wide open in one play. And yeah, <laughs> and if we're leaning <laughs> they into this, if, to him,
1: <laughs> yeah, Reynoso yeah. is probably going to have a good game. Uh, they have do have Timu Puki, who's pretty good. He seems to score some goals after coming over from from the Premier League.
0: And I've heard of that league.
1: Yeah, that's a good, very good league. So, again, a team that's below <laughs> us in the standings, but seemingly has a lot going for them. When you talk about what LAFC has been putting together lately,
0: great. Okay, so Reynoso is going to beat us. Well, wow. how do they? How do they get them the ball? Is and it w- easy did, to crack?
1: No, <laughs> the guy play the guy. The guy doesn't have a position. He literally has the freedom to go anywhere. Reynosa, what's his
0: official position? Midfield? I mean,
1: you would call him, yeah. I guess he's a midfielder. He's a number ten. So he literally gets okay. to just decide. They He's one of those guys that the coach is like, look, you're so good. We're not so good. Just go anywhere you can and we'll find you.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like this is one of the first times over the course of doing this podcast where like a tactic ma- actually matched up with a tactic I remember from playing soccer when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like – like I remember that. that kid on the team. It was like – yeah okay, you guys do, like, it was like specific directions to each person. And then the last person was like, you just do whatever. <laughs> <The only laughs> you have <difference>, no rules.
1: <laughs> right. The only difference is when you were a kid, that kid was probably what? Like the tallest kid on the team and head and shoulders above everyone. Whereas Renoso, yeah. one of the shorter guys on the field, a diminutive oh, playmaker from Argentina. They seem to make a lot of those. Lionel Messi, Argentino Luciano Costa. A,
0: yeah. There's uh, some good players there. I've heard oh, yeah. of a few of them. So So are they going to try to match them? with particular defenders on our side? Or what's our weakness that's going to completely crumble?
1: The fact that they are going to rely on one guy, and if they're only relying on one guy to do everything, that means that there's 10 other guys, including their goalkeeper, that are trying to get in the way of LaFC shots. And as we've seen, LAFC can't score. So LAFC is going to have to throw a lot forward to break them down. And the flip side of that is the more they throw forward – the more Renoso is going to cheat the other direction, and then we'll be able to. He'll be able to find space
0: against Lacy. Perfect, great, awesome, cool. So they only need to do that successfully once because we're not going to score. Seems like so. It. That's another one. I think, victory for Minnesota. What was the deal with Pookie? I, I feel like he was great, and then did he get injured or something? And then
1: did ha- did have some injuries? Great. Did have some injuries? And I got to look up. I I I hate pronouncing names wrong, but I love this name. wong Ho- Hohwang Wani. It's oh, okay. a horrible name to say, but he is he is a secondary scoring option. Has scored a lot of their goals. Fun player to watch. Impossible name to pronounce, but I do enjoy mm-hmm. him out there for Minnesota. So it's not like they don't have weapons. But again, it's all about Renoso. if he gets going and he's able to draw players in, which again he's going to cheat. He's just going to find spots that LAFC are vulnerable in, which they probably will be because they're going to ha- they're going to really be wanting to score a goal after going. As we said, three hundred and sixty-six minutes without scoring a goal—that's goal. so
0: long. I cannot believe this. This is it's that is so, so long.
1: long. It's so long, and they'll be pressing to go forward and, and trying to get numbers to go forward. It's, it's just it's it's a recipe for exactly what. How, we're do, team, how do teams
0: usually? Scenario. How do teams usually beat Minnesota? And how will that not be possible for us?
1: <laughs> usually, teams can score like they Minnesota just puts numbers behind the ball. They're not necessarily like an incredible defensive team they're actually about okay. bang average defensively and they don't score a lot but lafc doesn't score at all and seems right. to concede at the worst moments
0: so but if we're throwing that guys seems forward to- and then we're leaving weaknesses in the back for a really good player yeah. and then on the flip side we pretty much telegraph the one play we were able to run which is just give it to Buwanga and see what he can do they could just defend that with a pretty basic defense and be fine,
1: and then just know that Reynoso will be somewhere that is going to be very dangerous for for LAFC,
0: right? And they can play our game. They could counter. They can. Uh, oh, they, they will point on the Go transition. On. So, what? How do we think this is going to play out? Like stats wise, what's the possession going to be like? Is it going to be like kind of
1: 50-50? No, I think it'll be more like a high sixties for LAFC, and you'll probably oh. see you'll probably see like twenty shots, but Minnesota will take three. And who, and who knows? They score, score
0: on two. <laughs> so 2-0 Minnesota. Great. Yeah. All right. So we lose 2-0 to Minnesota. Then we play Austin. Austin, you would think, is bad. We seem to have their number.
1: Uh, they haven't Tell won. me why I'm wrong. <laughs> they haven't won in 10 matches in all competitions. So clearly, wow. they're due. Also, in a different way that Minnesota causes problems, Austin is very positional. It's they play a game called positional play. It's pretty much gives okay. it away to you. So they are structured in the way that they're going to go forward and the way that they're going to set up against teams. And LAFC is not able to break down teams when they're structured and have things together. And it just so happens that Austin has yet another small Argentinian man.
0: What? <laughs> that is very really?
1: good. <laughs> yes. <What>? Sebastian Driusi, <laughs> who. You want to talk about the only team left that doesn't have this. I know you would think we could do some shopping in Argentina, but (laughs) they seem uh, to
0: have some pretty good fucking players.
1: Yeah. And you want to talk about a guy that is due. Sebastian Giussi was a runner up for MVP last season scored. I think 22 goals was amazing. I think this year he has three goals and like three assists. So clearly he's due. Why not end on a high note? And (laughs) not to mention he scores like the most bananas insane goals. Like this is the type of guy that's like, oh, I'll shoot from midfield. So if you think about Great.
0: worst case oh, wow. scenario, and one thing I had not even thought about that. Not only will we lose, not only will we get goals scored against us, but like amazing goals. I okay, guess yeah. Chicho, the Chicho's Chicho's header Strong. was like that was a really nice goal. But like we normally let things leak. Mm-hmm. I feel like like oh that fell through the cracks. We really should have had that one. The like the beautiful goal that's going to be tough to watch. So if you're, so that's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're preparing yourself for the worst case scenario and you're saying like, I'm dead inside Vince, please just give me the, the weapons that I need to continue to say dull and dead inside. It's this Austin will set up. They will not be easy to break down. They will go forward in a, in a way that does not allow for mistakes, which LAFC would just love. If Austin comes forward, they make a mistake in midfield and we can do that play. As you say, just pass it to pass it over the top to Denny. He can score. But they Mm -hmm. won't because they're going to be very structured and they're going to be very conscientious of when they have the ball and then Drew is going to float around and he's going to hit a banger.
0: Explain that. What do you mean when when you say they're structured? Like they're just not getting out of position ever? They don't move to
1: move. They move when things are set into motion. So the ball goes here, then I know I'm going to go there. I know I can go there because the ball has moved there. They're not just flying blind. They're not just like – fluid out there trying to create things and open up spots. Huh. They're understanding I can move because that guy moved and then this guy moved. And so it hasn't worked for them much of this season. It's actually been very dull and boring and they haven't hit the heights that they hit last season. But again, we're in this segment of worst case scenario.
0: So well, look, we're the, doing the opposite and it's not working for us. So yeah, this
1: is the time that it actually works <laughs> and it causes yeah. LFC problems. LAFC can't do the things that they want to do by going at an unbalanced team and then they find a way
0: to i will w- does that structure hold true in the defense because i feel like I, I, one thing that i keep seeing lafc struggle with is it seems like when they do have control of the ball in the other team near the other team's box they see that enough defenders are back and it's not like a breakaway situation and they're like oh shit what do we do they, oh they have shape on defense shit and they will, like, I, mean, I don't know pass to this guy i don't know
1: that could be maybe a glimmer of hope that I've LFC, I mean, their defense hasn't been great, but yes, generally speaking, they do want to be structured. I think the thing that's kept them from being structured is they've had a lot of injuries in defense throughout okay. the season. So that's why they've probably been bad, but the general game plan remains the same. And when they win the ball, they're going to try to find ways to first get structured and set up. So they'll mm-hmm. win the ball. They probably won't try to go as fast as LAFC because they want to get reset up. So just in case, just in case they lose the ball, there won't be an attack right back down to them. So that's how they use kind of their posture.
0: So they safeguard the against LAFC's exact game plan. Mm-hmm.
1: By going slow and setting setting things up, being more pragmatic about the way that they, they do things.
0: Great. Perfect. Okay. So how do they score?
1: Well, I would say that he's a big, uh, as I've said, Drew. Oh, a yeah, doctor, we, did, right? we did. We did.
0: We right. did. So that. He, okay. he scored. I'll cut he that. Scores. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they get it to Drew. did I pronounce that correctly? Yep. Okay. So they get it to Drew. and he does the rest. He creates uh, something
1: or look,
0: you know, matches up against Aaron long. That should be, that should do it. That should do yeah. the trick. <laughs>
1: Somehow the shorter guy wins. No, come on. Don't put Aaron. Jericho win headers against guys. He's been doing I mean, that. Fun. I don't know. Well, but, I, right. but if Aaron is look, if you want to say worst case scenario, team has to push forward in doing so. Worst case scenario if,
0: is in, where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah. In
1: doing so that leaves Aaron long and whoever is his partner up around the midfield line, maybe one V one against an Argentinian player. And that works so uh-huh. well. One V one against an Argentinian player against Miami. So, let's I try say, it against Austin.
0: I would love to just look at our record one player. Yeah, if so we could get that
1: stat, that would be an incredible <laughs> stat. That would
0: be a great stat. Yeah. Great. So, what what it sounds like Austin's playing a little bit more of a possession game and that might be and we don't. Unless unless the other team dictates it, it kind of seems like lately we play whatever whatever complements the other team's game. Mm-hmm. rsl came in and they were like we want you to have possession and we were like well we don't normally do this but sure for you we will
1: i mean what i think is actually very realistically could happen and this is almost just as bad as like the worst case scenario is two teams that are like well we won't we don't want to open up too much we know that playing in transition is one thing but we actually want to possess the ball and then it's like the simpsons episode where it's like to Ronaldo, back to Ronaldo. And it's just two teams passing the ball back and forth and it's 0-0. And we're like completely bored. We're like, why did we even watch that?
0: Oh, zero zero. 0-0? I couldn't possibly fathom LAFC having yeah, I a 0-0 zero, it, zero game. It's
1: not, it's not in their DNA at all.
0: Part of what twisted the knife so much in the last game was that they played what seemed like should have ended up being a zero zero game, and then we're like, "Oh shit, we actually let a goal." And we which, meant for this to be another zero zero game, and we lost.
1: <laughs> which these are two teams that have the quality and one and one off guys in one off situations that you could be like, ah, "I mean, zero zero, not the best, but hey, we didn't lose." Oh no, the ball's in the back of the net, and
0: Whoops. then you're
1: you're trying for the next ten minutes feverishly to do anything to put any semblance of an attack together, and which is not possible
0: net. currently. Yeah. Great so it sounds like we're looking at like a two nothing loss to Minnesota and a one nothing loss to Austin or a zero zero just a d- or a zero which is classic at this point
1: yeah maybe it like Great. one of those those good old you know Philly type games zero shots on target between both teams but boy oh, I bet they but bet they had fun out there
0: <laughs> you know what see this is why we're doing this segment because until now I this I'm not prepared for things like this and now I feel like I'm actually prepared for this. We can go into the game. I don't know how many times we have to go through games like this, and yet the next game, I'm like, "That's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is LAFC's is going to. Everything's going to go right. Yeah, Great. Tell
1: me what LAFC's is going to do. But now, just commit this to memory so it doesn't hurt us. Yes.
0: Well. Okay. I feel prepared. I feel like this is good. Is there? Are we missing anything here? Did we do it?
1: It's still going to hurt. I think. <laughs> I think we tried our best, <laughs> but I think it's still going to hurt. I think you're right. <laughs> So well, we tried. That,
0: even. We tried. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna make some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called "Bet It and Forget It." Bet it and forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Every week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's games. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we both put up five dollars, and if no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed last week, so our bet pool for this week is now eighty dollars. I believe oh. maybe ninety was last week. Eighty? I feel like last week was eighty. Yeah, I feel like last week was eighty. You know what? Let's just say it's ninety. We'll get the you know sky is. It's never going to
1: happen. What happens if no bets through? The, does it roll into the next season?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh wow, we got to keep it going.
1: I mean, there'll be new hosts. We'll of this keep podcast making bets. Then, we'll make still.
0: we'll make you know off season bets and see if those <laughs> cash. We're we'll not just going anywhere. Like,
1: It'll just be me, you, and Travis in the back of a bar, like flicking quarters, being like, "All right, whoever gets this gets the pot." Finally,
0: <laughs> We're the full, Yeah, it's like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> well, last week was a real bust in our bets, as in the game. I really made it hard for myself. I, I said that the LAFC would get more goals than Tigres has kit sponsors. It's not uh, even.
1: It's not even that. Even if you
0: cool. look at the full week. Lafc, Lafc scored zero goals.
1: Yeah, the the problem here is. Can both you imagine our bets...
0: a kit with zero sponsors?
1: Oh no, I've never seen one. But the but the real problem here is we both of our bets assume that there would be goals.
0: Goals of any kind on Lafc, part. LAFC so
1: maybe scoring. we shy away from goal related bets this yeah. week. Or I don't no know. I don't goals. know what your bet is. Yes, we don't we don't know what each other's bet is. So
0: right. Poof. Okay. Do you have a bet for this week? I do. Okay
1: final home game of the season last regular season flight for ollie ollie goes into the sky comes back with an actual loon not getting not getting the just the <laughs> minnesota badge ollie is taking down a loon i don't even know if we have them here in california oh but maybe God. some weird migratory pattern gets thrown off by lex or helicopters <sighs> or something and ollie takes one down and i know loons are big my money is on ollie I could heart. not
0: picture a loon. What does a loon look like? It's
1: goofy, I would assume. I don't know. It's called a loon. It's got to be kind of silly, it's right? A
0: loon. I mean, I think conceptually for this bet, we say it's a loon. But if Ollie can come back with some kind of treat, mm-hmm. anything at all, I feel like you should win this bet.
1: Ollie is a bird of prey, so if Ollie comes back with some form of prey other than the lure yes. that it normally that Ollie normally picks up that she normally yes. grabs,
0: I think that's. The I win. think I
1: win. Okay. For so sure. even if it's seagull or pigeon. So Ollie, like <laughs> Ken the Falconer, if you're listening, don't feed Ollie for a little bit, get Ollie really mad and hungry, and I'm taking yes. home the bet.
0: This would be a, a situation where Ollie has a chance of essentially scoring more goals than LAFC. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my bet. Over the course of both games, Mario Gonzalez, who I'll remind people is on our team. Fair. Will score three goals. No. <laughs> Over the course of both games. Is it possible yeah.
1: he could score three in one game? I mean, it it's doesn't possible. matter for your bet,
0: but are you feeling if he scores it? scores two in one game and one in the other, if he scores one in one game and two in the next, mm-hmm. if he scores three in one game, none of them will actually happen, but if they do, I win.
1: <laughs> well, a good start for him would be actually be on the team sheet, let alone in the starting 11. Ooh,
0: cross my fingers. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Come on. But Mario still, G, let's do this.
1: We're You know, we're recording on
0: Monday. It's still a few days. We still got time. A Mario G hat trick. Let me say this. That is a good example of something. that We really need something that really could catapult us into the postseason in the right way. And I said this previously once before about El Trafico.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I could not have been more wrong because we did that exactly. And we just went right back to the problem right after that. Right. I don't know what it was. But we just decided that El Trafico doesn't count as like anything that has to do with the state of LAFC. <laughs> It's like, no, this is separate. We don't have to keep doing that. We'll just go back to right. fucking things up. But, you know, we need something big to happen. Mm-hmm. So this would be a good example of like, okay, we know, we can finish now. Wouldn't that be huge? It would. The example and I think, of finishing?
1: <laughs> it, it would. And I think we're talking about expectations and how maybe sometimes we get ahead of ourselves with expectations. But I think even if Mario scored a hat trick, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves with expectations for Mario. So – Maybe it's the best thing that could happen. People are pretty down on Mario. Which I still think he could come good, but you know, he's not he's not doing me any favors by not scoring and then getting hurt.
0: Right. But, you know, part of the problem is that if we're relying on individuals so much to finish, that doesn't really match up well with what seems to be the best way he scores, which is like garbage cleanup.
1: You know what? He probably would have loved the cross that RSL sent in to our former number nine Chicho. It's true. He does Mario actually thrives a little bit on crosses. Unfortunately it's not part of LAFC's game plan. We don't
0: love crosses.
1: <laughs> we don't love crosses.
0: We're not a big we're not a big fan of passing the ball. I think that's what this is all coming down to is
1: yeah, it seems like so LFC ends just not up
0: a with f- the ball, and then yeah. they see if they can dribble to the goal, and then they can score. It's crazy when you break down
1: <laughs> like LFC's, just LFC's a, game plan. Just not a fan of stuff.
0: It's not. It's not that they can't oh, do it. I have the ball now. I will dribble to the goal. I will try yeah. to shoot at the goal. I did not score. Okay.
1: I think that's the part. <laughs> not a missing. very
0: sophisticated game plan.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not that. It's not that LFC can't do it. They just don't want to. They're just not a fan right. of it.
0: Right. Yes. Well. We'll see if any of these bets pay off. That's our show. Just a reminder, we'll be streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle of both matches on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfoot, sadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. We'll post a link to join us live on the air. Whatever happens next game, let me tell you, whatever happens next game, the post-game show is going to go hard because either it's like the (laughs) millionth time we've lost in exactly the same fucking way And we're all going to fucking lose it. Or we finally found the light and everything can be, I mean, it's going to be quite the release no matter what happens. So join us and join in on whatever the fuck that turns out to feel like. (laughs) What a plug. (laughs) Yeah. Our theme music is done by the insane team Of James Valentine, Nate Walcott And Louie Palmer, along with our YouTube You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok And maybe Facebook, and or threads Blue Sky, who knows, and if you made it This far into the episode, chances are You're enjoying the show If that's true, and you want to show your support Please consider becoming a friend of the foot $5 a month at Patreon.com Or pick up some half o inspired merch by going to HappyFootSadFootPod.com any support really goes a long way to keep the show going, keeping the community growing which in turn improves the show, it's a virtuous cycle, thank you for all the support thus far and for sticking through this with us boy, can you imagine doing this alone <laughs> a, a lonely a, a lonely fall from grace this would be, thank you for listening, we'll see you at BeMo, baby, I love you I love bye you.